Hello, welcome back to another edition of the I'm Always Right Sports Podcast. I am your host, as always, the mouth of Michigan, Rob Medica. With me, as always, my co-host, the Merck's own Mike Merkel. I'm here. He's here. We are definitely on take one of this show. We definitely didn't record 10 minutes of audio to realize that our sound system wasn't working properly. Yeah. We're totally doing this 100%. first time like we do every week, of course. 1,000%. So let's try this again, Mike. we got a big loaded show for everybody this week. We're going to be talking Big Ten football. We're going to be talking Michigan State's loss. We're going to be talking about Michigan's path uh, you know, through Ohio State and kind of what that looks like, how that sets up. We're also going to be talking uh, the NFL trade deadline. We're going to be talking some Pistons as we officially enter the Cade Cunningham era. We're going to be previewing AEW's full gear pay-per-view show that's happening uh, this Sunday. And we're going to be talking the major list of WWE releases that kind of got put out there um, as well. So lots of stuff to go over this week, Mike. But let's jump right in. Big 10 play. Michigan State losing at Purdue. Um, 40-29. to Big upset. Purdue kind of the upset kings of the Big Ten. They beat Iowa earlier on in the year. Um, what does this do for Michigan State's season? I feel like I just asked you this question. It's so weird. But um, what what does this do for Michigan State's season? Is, is it dead in the water? Are we, you know, is it basically your, your margin of error went from razor thin to now it's a piece of, you know, it's a thread. It's thread at yeah, this point, right? Like, I mean, geez. Um you know, and what are the implications on the Big Ten now because of this? Yeah, I mean it's it's tough when you're Michigan State because you were you were really riding in, in your own glory there, mm-hmm. and you were like, okay, Ohio State, and then Penn State, you can win out and you're fine. And even mm-hmm. if you lose to Ohio State, right. you at least have the Michigan side of it. So, all right, if Michigan yep. can pull off this upset, right. then in a one-one-one weird tie split right. thingy, but well, yeah, we have tiebreakers. Then yeah. you have tiebreakers, and Michigan State probably gets it. Um, over all of them or yeah, whatever. You know, Ohio State has two, two losses. losses and then you have you've got Michigan. that of Michigan. Yeah, yeah so you got thing. all that. So your, your destiny was really in your own hands slash you could really be helped with other people. Mm-hmm. Now, especially because how we look at how this could go, um, probably Ohio State beating Michigan State in a sense. Now your season kind of has turned from a positive light to a, yeah, you probably don't have much of a shot anymore. Yeah. And that's a, that's a really tough turn to take, especially to a Purdue team. That I don't think it's necessarily very good. Yeah. And 537 yards passing. But, yeah, that's a lot of yards passing. <laughs> uh, I definitely I – mean, like, Those I, are Madden numbers. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I, I thought that it would come – if they did have two losses, it would be Penn State, Ohio State. Yeah. I was appending another loss, like two losses happening. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect it to be to Purdue. Yeah. Now you could possibly be looking at three losses, which mm-hmm. would kind of be a downer off an 8-0 start ending in the last quarter. Yeah, let me ask you this. We didn't actually do this in the previous recording, but now that you mentioned that, I want to ask you this. There are some people online that, you know, as upset that they were at the fact that they lose to Purdue, right? Do you think it's fair for people to go, well, they weren't supposed to be 8-0 anyway, so it's yeah. okay? Like, and, and to, like, I don't know, I guess shield your blow. I feel like if you're 8-0, you're the number three team in the country, at some point your expectations have to change, yeah. right? No, like, so, yeah, that's like, it's, it's a weird look because, like, so when you go – preseason expectations yeah. right we're, we're like we're, miss se- yeah. seven eight we were, wins maybe was their top of their yeah we were like yeah. i don't think you make it more than seven wins yeah but then when you start off the season six and oh yeah and the, like, oh, the, right the line then. the line it's like it's like uh vegas odds right mm-hmm. like the start of the season for the lions right they were like under over four and a half five and a half and you're right. like okay do you want maybe right. they can get five six seven or whatever yeah but then when you watch a half the season play out and you have no wins then mm-hmm. that line then drops your expectations drastically. drops to, uh, <laughs> yeah. can you win one or two games? Yeah. Right? right. So the line, and it's the same thing for, like, the Chiefs, right? The Chiefs yeah. were looking at, 
could they go undefeated? Yeah. 15 wins, 14 yeah. wins or mm-hmm. whatever. And now they're four and five. It's like, do they get the 10 wins? Yeah. Do they get to the playoffs? Are, are they in the playoffs right now? They're right. not in it. We're yeah. half the season through and they're not even in the playoffs right now. Right. So expectations change yeah. as the season changes. Mm-hmm. So when Michigan State's going in 6, 7, and 0, oh, and then ups, I guess upsetting technically Michigan. Yeah, they were, they they were, were, the, yeah, they were the underdogs. Yeah, they were the now your expectation changed from you're eight no you're number three in the country. The expectation's not well. I mean, it's successful because we're we were supposed to win six games and now we won yeah, eight now. Right. That now it changes to now you're eight no. Yeah, you were expected so, to go compete for the Big yeah, Ten you're, championship. Yeah, you were expected yeah. to go ten and two, eleven to one, and go compete for a Big Ten championship game. Yeah. And now you're going to yep. go possibly nine and three and be the third best team in the Big Ten. Yeah. That's how that like right now the expectation has changed since the beginning of the year. Yeah. And so that's why a lot of the beginning of the year Todd doesn't really matter no of course it's speculation right what do yeah. we think this team is going to be i didn't expect michigan to be seven and zero going into that game exactly. in, I, against michigan state i thought they were both gonna be like five and two going yeah in. i did so too i was, I was like, like they're gonna lose to wisconsin because i thought wisconsin would be better than they were yeah. right and then michigan will do something stupid and lose a game they're not like they lose to washington or something yeah. for, whatever um but yeah does this you know for for michigan state michigan ohio state i'm not even counting the other side the other side's got three losses on the big 10 yeah. right so it's basically wisconsin, one of these wisconsin three teams. could give you trouble yeah, yeah, the only yeah. Thing no, I I'm talking about to get to the final four, right? Oh, as as, four, we, as yeah. we've discussed previously on, on previous episodes, right? It's all about the final four. It's all about getting a chance yeah. to win the national championship. And if you're Michigan, Ohio State, and Michigan State, you're really walking a very fine line. Ohio State, even though they can win the Big Ten and still have a loss in the Big Ten, if they lose another game, period, I don't think they make it to the final four unless some epic collapses happen. I mean, right now you've got – Georgia looks like an unbeatable, uns- like you can't score on them. The defense mm-hmm. is just phenomenal. Um, you know, Bama is Bama. Maybe not Bama that we've seen in previous nah, years. This is like the worst Bama team yeah, in the last like, a, 10 years. Right. And um, they're still really good. Right. So you've got them that's going to be in the mix. Um, who's the other one? You've got Oregon that's in there right now, although they didn't look spectacular, but they have a win over you already in Ohio State. You've got Cincinnati that's undefeated that you can't keep ignoring, I guess, technically. Yeah. Oklahoma, I think yeah. they kind of did a little bit of a misservice to putting them at eight. I think it was more like, we're going to put you here because you've been an epic disappointment the last yeah. five years. Also, <laughs> um, Oklahoma plays their three toughest games yep. the next Coming. three weeks. Yep. They play Baylor, Iowa State, and there's a third team there. That I'm Do they play Oklahoma on. State yet? Oklahoma State. There yeah, you go. That's the other that's one, right? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, that's, I'm like, I feel yeah. like that's, that's got to be yeah, one, that's right? Their, yeah, that's their, like, big rivalry yeah. game the end yeah. of the season. But, yeah, those three teams. So, they play those three back to back to back. So, I think they put them at eight. To give them but room they were to like, buffer Yeah, but they were like, yeah. Ohio, like, Ohio State, Michigan State, Michigan are going to beat each other. Mm-hmm. Alabama, Georgia are going to play in the SEC championship game. Right. So, with all these teams getting losses through there, you'll mm-hmm. you'll see Oklahoma spike up to the right. top six. They're going to spike up anyway. You know, Wake Forest loses. Mm-hmm. Michigan State loses. Yeah. Right? So, you're going to see, you're gonna some see of these them maybe moving up. up a little bit or whatever. But yeah. um, I think Oklahoma's still in the picture, too. Yeah, they absolutely. Yeah, that. for sure. You know, so it's it's interesting, you know, talking about it from a from a Michigan side, right? And, and from a Michigan State side, too, I guess, you, you, you have – control to an extent over your own destiny like michigan i think weirdly enough has a clearer path than michigan state does now because michigan's okay you if you beat penn state that's number hurdle number one yeah crossed that's we're gonna find out if michigan's you know gonna get there or not it's gonna come down to that ohio state game for ohio state or i mean for michigan state you're like man 
we really need, if we we have to bank on winning these games, and if we don't, we now have to bank on other teams beating Ohio State and Penn yeah, State. That that's where it comes in. Is I think Michigan has technic like technically yeah. less of a shot. Yeah. But they don't really have to rely no as much no. on other teams right. winning. Right. Right. Like right. they they really just. Like there's one game that they have circled, Ohio mm-hmm. State, Michigan State. That's yep. the big circle game. Yeah. Because Ohio State wins that game. Yep. Then Michigan it sets has up everything Michigan, for Michigan has one thing left to do, and that's beat Ohio State, and then they're right. fine. Yeah. Where Michigan State's like, okay, they could technically win out if and we, be if we fine. Win, yeah. But with the with the big um, collection of people thinking that Ohio State probably beats them, yeah. Then it's like, okay, so we need Ohio. If Ohio State beats us, and we need to win the other two games, yeah. then we need Michigan to beat this team, and then we need because Michigan doesn't have all that extra stuff. If no. Michigan loses one more game, they're done. Yeah, exactly. I think like, I think any three of these teams lose another game in the in the. Well, yeah. I'm just talking about the Big, big Ten, Ten race. Ten, yes, yeah, correct. Big Ten, big Ten race. Yeah, like, Michigan loses another game, they're done. Michigan yep. loses another game, they're done. Yep. They have to win out. Yep. Like that's that's the only thing. Absolutely. Michigan State can lose another game, and still have Michigan beat. Ohio State, and then you're still like, because then because then Penn State, like you need a lot of things yeah, to happen, but like yeah. it could still, you could get a two loss Michigan State get in there, yeah, but you if need a lot yeah. to happen in yeah. that sense. Um, I think I think Michigan, um, I think actually beats Penn State. Weirdly I, enough, I do too. I, I I don't think I think Penn State's really hurting without their starting quarterback. That's yeah. that's a big thing. Um, I don't. Truthfully, know. I think Michigan will win out up to Ohio State. Yeah. And I think how we think Ohio State's going to win out yeah. to Michigan. Yeah. And I think it's just going to come, come down, down to, to that game. Ohio State, Michigan, like yeah. it does last yeah. three or four out of the last five years or whatever it was. Yeah. Do you, Do you think that this fuels any speculation at all that Mel Tucker could be going to LSU? Like that, you know, I mean, looking at LSU right now, right, they're a young team. They're four and four. I guess technically I was reading some articles about this, and apparently expectations were higher for this LSU team this year. I was not a part of that group of of people, but I also don't follow the Tigers that closely. Um, But you've got a lame duck coaching staff right now. They're just trying to kind of get through the season best you can. They fight Alabama tough right up until the end. They had the ball the minute left. You know, they just got out-athleted, I guess, is the best way of putting that. Um, does it does it fuel speculation at all now that they've lost a game and now that, you know, if they wind up having two losses on their season, they go to the Orange Bowl or name a bowl, whatever, and that's fine and dandy, but it's like, mm, you know, it's tough. Yeah. Um, I the lure would, of the SEC is tough yeah, to be I, like, I, no. I, see, the lure <laughs> is tough to say no. Yeah. But at the same time, I go, if, if you were just looking at, Football specifically success. Yeah, I think you have a better shot being successful in the Big Ten than you would in the SEC. Because you look at the SEC, you go, you have to go through Georgia, Alabama, yeah. Florida, Texas A&M, Ole Miss. Name a team. Name a team. Name mm-hmm. a team. Like yep. you're like the bottom's pretty bad, but like that's yeah. only like two or three teams. The rest mm-hmm. are pretty good for the Big Ten side, especially where Michigan State is at this moment. Yep. You go, okay, you can you can beat up Rutgers. Indiana, Maryland on your side, mm-hmm. Penn State, give or take, anyone on the West you could probably beat any day. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So you're really just looking at Michigan, Ohio State, and you beat those two games and you're in. Yeah. So you're looking at two wins there plus everything else to out like to the SEC side where you're like every game you have no idea and you can only afford one loss on both sides. Right. So yeah. I look at the, the road from the Michigan State side I think is easier. So from a football stance, mm-hmm. but like – 
if you're like, oh, LSU or Michigan State, I think everyone's picking LSU. So right. that's yeah. I think it's like that's that's where it gets tough. Yeah, it's weird, you know. Coaches have such big egos, you know. So it's hard. Yeah. I think you know. I think like Luke Fickle turned down Michigan State to stay at Cincinnati, mm-hmm. and I think he's just waiting for mm-hmm. another job. You know, what I mean, to, like I don't know if LSU is that job for him, or if it's like I'm just gonna wait for another somewhere else to yeah. go, right? Because I don't think Cincinnati is his final destination by no. any stretch. Um, it's just an interesting kind of play there. Um, we're speaking of the of the football rankings real fast, though. Outside of Oklahoma being as low as they were, were you surprised that Cincinnati was at six? Now, listen, they're not doing themselves any favors by playing shitty teams and keeping it close. Where like last, like they should have lost to Tulsa yesterday or Saturday one time yesterday. Um, so that's a bit scary. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm of the opinion where and if they don't lose. They have to be in, yeah. And then, and then if they get killed, then it's assigned to every other non non power five conference school to say, "Listen, you better be blowing teams out by a million that mm. you play in order to have a consideration to get there. Otherwise, you're not getting in because you play a cupcake schedule mm-hmm. where maybe you have one major win on your year. Yeah. Outside of that, you're playing a whole bunch of garbage teams. Undefeated doesn't get there anymore. Yeah. It's not like in the BCS. Yeah. Uh, yeah, see, I look at Cincinnati and I go, they. Cause here's the thing: is they went to Notre Dame, yep. and beat them pretty handily. Yes, and they also played at Indiana and beat yeah, them right. when Indiana was more healthy and right. not having yeah. a fourth string quarterback and <laughs> and walk on running backs playing. Yeah, like they actually beat them with yeah. like good players there. Yep, absolutely. So I look at that. I'm like, you have two pretty good wins and you're undefeated. Yep. I think they should at least be considered for the four. Yeah. If you want to have them get dogged by Georgia, that's fine. I don't care. Yeah. But like, because I don't think. I don't think there's a team. I like my preferred situation would be have Alabama, Ohio State play mm-hmm. in the as a two three, yeah, and then have Georgia and name one. Yeah, I don't name care. a team. Yeah. Oklahoma, <laughs> name one. Literally name someone. <laughs> Give me a team. Put them in there. Oregon, Oklahoma, Cincinnati. They all get destroyed so by Georgia. Doesn't matter. That was so and funny. <laughs> so if you want to put Cincinnati in there, sure. If you want Oklahoma in there, sure. If you want Oregon in there, sure. I think all of them will get destroyed by Georgia. So but funny. I don't care. I don't care because <laughs> Georgia's that good. I don't think anyone beats Georgia. Oh, that so. was great. Yeah, no, I agree with you. No, I, I think that they're the team, obviously, to, to yeah. beat this year too. But um, did you have any issue with – the top four before before the upsets and like that. Did you think that it was kind of balanced out where everybody yeah, I was? Thought, I thought it was I thought it was fine. I mean yeah. I thought Ohio I mean not Ohio State, Michigan State, I don't know if they were like three. Yeah. I think it was my thing. I was like you had the big win over Michigan, but wasn't like Here's the thing. I think the problem. I think it benefits sometimes for Michigan to be as overrated sometimes as they are. Because when Michigan State beats them, it's like we beat Michigan. Yeah, you beat Michigan, yeah. and everyone's like, "Yeah, you beat Michigan." You, know, you yeah. know what I mean? Like it's like I think because you see it every week, and we go, "I think Michigan is a good football team." Yeah, and they can at times look to be a great football team when things are rolling. Mm-hmm. But I've also seen them look like, "No, you're good. You're mm-hmm. not great. You're just good, and you can't compete." With yeah. a Georgia or a Bama or yeah. a, you know, so it's like. Well, that was my thing is I was like, yeah. State, I don't think has any chance of competing with those two teams. Not at all. Like, I think Michigan actually has the components to at least do something with those right. teams. Do you think it's because State's so volatile? Yeah. Like, you think, because I, I made a big comment about this on Facebook where I went, they played down to their competition. They played down to Nebraska. They played down to yeah. Northwestern. I think they played up to Michigan because Michigan was favored going into that game. Yeah. You know, I think they're going to play up to Ohio State, where I think it is going to be a good game. But 
when they play these other teams like Purdue, you can't you can't allow you cannot be the number three team in the country and allow five hundred passing yards to Purdue. It mm-hmm. can't happen when you know the pass is coming and you still can't stop it. Yeah. Um I just, I hundred percent agree. Yeah. And that's why I thought Michigan State being I w- was a little too high. Yeah. Um I definitely thought it should have been Oregon, Ohio State at three four. Yeah. And then you could have stay at five and go wait till that matchup. Like Right, right, right. Yeah. And now obviously it doesn't matter because they're gonna be right. You know, six yeah. or seven, and it doesn't really matter anymore. Yeah. But and Michigan's um, going to be into higher than Michigan State next week, and yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be stupid, but that's how it works. I love it. Um, yeah, Michigan. Yeah. I mean, they, Michigan can't drop. They were seven. Yeah. So unless I don't know who could drop because no one else lost. Yeah. So unless you have Michigan State, uh, maybe they go. Yeah. State goes to six, I guess. Yeah. It's, Michigan goes to seven. The, the hard part about that is so Michigan State beats Michigan like head to head, but then Michigan State lo- has like a bad loss. Mm-hmm. So like I'm like, does that count more than them beating a team? Does it hurt Michigan more now because like oh they beat you, but then they just lost to Purdue? Yeah, that's it's the like, thing. It's, it's like, like a weird domino effect where now Michigan goes to eight, and then Michigan State goes to seven, seven and Oklahoma jumps both of them. Yeah, it goes to six or whatever. Like it's weird. Like I don't know how that's all going to play be out. Very interesting. Yeah, and then what do you put Cincinnati because they escaped Tulsa, and you're yeah. like, what the hell's going on? I, I don't know. I just think at this point they've had two years where they've they have what one loss in two years right now or something like that, and that was in that bowl game. Like I. Think think at some point you have to just have some sort of merit to it it's like the boise state thing when they were really good right you never gave boise state a shot but they always faltered they lose a game against arkansas they lose a game against uh nevada when colin mm-hmm. kaepernick was there where you go this is why you're not in the bcs championship game yeah but cincinnati i think at this point you go they've been competitive the the tests that they have had and i you know i think notre dame is okay um you know i think you got to give them a shot at mm-hmm. least give them a chance to prove you wrong where they upset Georgia, mm-hmm. it'd be the biggest upset, one of the biggest upsets in college football history. If they don't, then yeah. and they get killed, you go. This is why yeah. we don't do this. Yeah. And you go. So I saw. So this is this is my yeah. whole prophecy of why I think it's, the playoffs should be expanded. Okay. It's literally this this idea. Mm-hmm. So I saw this picture. So if if they ever did expand, mm-hmm. which I think they will, which I think they will. So this is an idea for a twelve team exp. So it's going to go to twelve. Okay. Right. So the top four teams would get a get bye. bye. That's why I okay. think, yeah, right. So here are the matchups of just the first round. Okay. Tell me you would not enjoy this. Okay. Just honest opinion. Give okay. me this, okay? Yep. So you'd have the 5-12 be Ohio State versus Kentucky. Okay. you get the 6-11 being Michigan versus Notre Dame. Oh, yeah. you get the, t- the 7-10 would be Oregon, Ole Miss. Yep. And then you get the 8-9 being Michigan State and Iowa. Oh, yeah. And then your top four they put as Georgia, Cincinnati, Alabama, Ohio State. This is before the college football playoff came out. So this is like one through 12 before the college football ranking came out. Yep. And so then winner of Michigan State, Iowa plays Georgia. Winner of Ohio State, Kentucky plays Oklahoma, so on and so forth. Tell me those four games would not be money games, all meaningful games, something you'd want to see. Listen, I'm all for it. I've been – because then you know what it does? Because it allows teams – to have a little bit of wiggle room. Some mm. days you just have a bad day. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just that simple. Or it just allows someone like Cincinnati that can be a 7 or an 8. Yeah. Get right. in and yeah. see. Right. And, and, and I do think, like, okay, so if you had Cincinnati at 6, they'd play Notre Dame again. Yeah. And you go, okay, okay. can you beat, can you can beat, you beat a beat good a, team twice? Right. Can you beat a yeah. good team twice? Or if you're 7, you you play Ole Miss at 10. Right. And you go, that's could, a fair I, think, I think that's a fair matchup. Now, yeah. then after that, you'd have to go play, like, Alabama in the second round. Maybe you don't beat them. Right. But at least it gives you, like – 
a game extra. And I think it helps, like, Michigan State, not all of a sudden because they have a bad loss against Purdue. They're not a bad football team. They're a very good football team still. Yeah. So it's one of those things where you go, okay, like, I don't like being able to say, well, Michigan and Michigan State season, for all intents and purposes, if we're assuming they lose Ohio State, their season's over. Yeah. And you go, well, cool. And now it's like, yeah, but not really. The rest of these games matter. They can have two losses and still squeak in, and then at that point, it's just – and the extra fun part about this is they have all of those, the first four games, yeah. are just at their home, like having yeah. a home game. Absolutely. So, like, uh, Michigan as a 6 11, yeah. would, have the like, home would game. get a home game against Notre Dame, right. a home playoff game. Yeah. You know how many tickets and oh how much God. revenue yeah, you could get through that stuff? Ridiculous. Like, so it, it helps out, like, Cincinnati, if they were a 7. They yeah. get a home game, a home yeah. playoff game. Yeah. You'll get a, a sold out stadium. Yeah. They need to make it. Like, they like, just need to do it. They just need to expand need, it. Yeah. Because you, it's just better for the product because yeah. it makes people invested longer. You know what's crazy was I think there's a cha- there's an idea where I think you could get rid of like the Big Ten championship game mm-hmm. and just so like you put your the twelve game season whoever has the best record you go they're your Big Ten regular season champions mm-hmm. like how like college basketball, basketball does it right? yeah and then you just take your best twelve teams and put them in the playoff mm-hmm. so you eliminate that extra game they play yeah and then most of these teams only have to play three games anyway yeah. so that would be what the normal playoff would be would be right because like someone like Ohio State plays the Big Ten championship game and then two playoff games right so in this scenario you just instead of that Big Ten championship game you play a first round playoff game right and then two more games so you're not really expanding more games onto there right because to be honest we don't care about the sec championship winner no. we just care about the final right the playoffs. yeah exactly and especially if you know that doesn't matter if georgia and bama are both may if they both make it in most years or whatever yeah. and i think too to, to your point i think it eliminates having a shitty big 10 championship game i i just got done bitching to you for 15 minutes before we went on air about how you're gonna have a crappy wisconsin six and three team that's in the lead right now mm-hmm. purdue is tied for the lead at five at six and three minnesota was at one point they're not very good mm-hmm. where you go that's one of those teams is gonna play ohio state michigan or michigan state in the big 10 yeah. championship game this year that's gonna be a massacre yeah. It's going to be over at halftime. So we can eliminate that game, and instead we can get – you know, all these matchups that yep. we're talking about. We exactly. Ohio, just give Kentucky's. me a straight-up ranking. Yeah. One through 12, who's the best in the Big Ten? Okay, yeah. you have a good and record, then, you're in. And if you want – because then you're gonna people are going to be like, oh, well, in the SEC championship game, we're going to miss on Alabama and Georgia. I'm like, if they're the two best teams, they're going to play, play each other, other in exactly. the championship game. Yep. And you want that in the national championship game rather than mm-hmm. the SEC or championship game. Or maybe they – instead of they get rid of the two sides, they just make it one big conference, and yeah. then they have to ske- – it's a rotating schedule where, yeah. okay, you got to play Georgia every – Two years, or every yeah. two, whatever the case may be, where you get those matchups, but there's ways to do it. Mm-hmm. It's not that hard, you know. There's a rotating schedule for the Big Ten right now, where you play certain teams on the other side. Just make it one mm-hmm. big list where you have it every year. I just think, yeah, it's much better. I agree. All right, let's just focus. So let's go to the NFL trade deadline here. Um, not a ton of, to talk about necessarily, but I do think it's important to kind of warrant the big trade. Obviously, uh, Von Miller getting traded from the Denver Broncos to the Los Angeles Rams for a second and third round pick. Um, the Rams are basically just saying, I don't want to do any sort of work on the draft except for on day three picks. So, I was going to say they'll be eight day three picks. Yeah, so, they're going to be like, be like, okay, well, we're just going to take the best athletes, um, yeah. every, you know, everything we got. Um, so, you know, looking at that Rams D-line, Von Miller, Aaron Donald, Leonard Floyd, wow. Um, pretty ridiculous. Rams are going all in for sure. Thoughts? 
who wins that trade? Is it a fair trade where you go, both teams kind of get benefit from it? Denver went from being undefeated, we're like, maybe, to, mm-hmm. oh, wait, we're Denver, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> um, they kind of fallen off a little bit. Good for them, bad for, you know, do you, do you think it's one of those things where you're just like, it, it, it's a move? I think it's a pretty big move to see somebody who's still playing at that high of a level mm-hmm. go. I mean, I think it was pretty fair compensation. Yeah, but. no, I think I think it worked out for both teams. Yeah. I think Denver realized they weren't really in it, and they got a second and third round pick. And which, they had Bradley Chubb to kind of take over as your premier. Yeah. If he can ever stay healthy. If, he, if he's healthy, he can be your premier guy, and then you can use that second and third round pick to pick. Yeah. Quarterback slash whatever you need help with. So mm-hmm. I think I think um I think they got fine there. And on the Rams side, they don't care about the draft because they're <laughs> trying to win Super Bowls for the next three years. So yep. Um, that be true. So I think I think true. I think it works for both teams for where they are in their team and like mm-hmm. what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think it was fair. Um, makes the Rams my third favorite team <laughs> in the NFC. <laughs> my third favorite to still. Yeah. I don't think they move up or down too much from it. Very interested to see what it does defensively for them because you know their defense is definitely staggered off from being the best defense in the league that they were last year. So I'm interested to see in putting another guy in there who can mm. set that tone in such a way where it's like, yeah. can you rush? My, three? Can you rush three and still get pre- get enough pressure where you drop back eight yeah. and, and kind of solve some of those lapses in I was, coverage? I was going to say my, my, my problem still stands yeah. where I think, the better teams in the NFC, the Packers yeah, and the Bucks sure. necessarily yeah. have enough firepower to do a quick pass game and neutralize right. that's, that. That's my point, right? Like if you go if you go straight up, you know, three four, where it's yeah. like, oh, yeah, like yeah. all of a sudden, like okay, you got Aaron at the nose, you got your two guys, and you're just saying everyone else drop back, yeah. make them make a read in zone coverage. Oof. Yeah, you know that's that's an interesting kind of thought it on is. on you know a third and six. Yes. You know what I mean? I so. agree. I don't. I mean, I don't think. It, I don't think they're gonna do that. But I yeah. digress. Yeah. Um. But I, I do. I do like the idea. I still don't think that the 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 coverage is gonna be good enough. Right. Against those teams. Yeah. That's what I'm right. saying. Yeah. Like, Jalen Ramsey Even if you bring three and, and hold eight, I still don't think yeah. you'll get there fast enough to yeah. impact Rodgers and Brady from what I they think, do. I think the biggest thing is, like, Jalen would need to be on Devontae Adams, and he just, like, Packers. Yes. I'm looking yeah, for the Packers, Packers specifically. Yes. They, like, it's him. Like, that's it. Yes. Safety over the top, just in case, right? Because Ramsey is the reason why I like him as much. He plays such good run support. See, actually, I I disagree with that concept. Mm-hmm. I actually, I like. You like the second I like it. I, I, yes. Yeah. I, I, I've always liked that idea. Yeah. Since Seattle started doing it in like twenty, yeah, New England does it a lot too. Uh, New Orleans does it a lot. Where if Jalen Ramsey was on Alan Lazard mm-hmm. and you said just lock him down, he's yeah. not going anywhere. Yeah. And then because you, like, and the reason why I say that is because you said put Jalen there with possible safety help, yeah. and that's where you can't have your best corner with safety yeah. help on a receiver. But if you have your second best corner yeah. with safety help, that's fine. Yeah, because then you don't need that extra help. Well, the reason why the I said it for Ramsey because I, I don't want to lose out on his run support because he has really good run yeah. support. Like, I don't he think comes Alan, up yeah, and I, Like I said, I don't yeah. think Alan Lazard is like – I think he's so much better than like an Alan Lazard. Oh, now, yeah. I think I think the, the Bucks serve a much harder defensive mm. thing because well, – Brady in the playoffs in general, it's a totally it's a different, different monster. It's a different But animal. at the same time, it's like, okay – Who's who's their second best receiver there? Yeah. It's like Chris Godwin, Mike 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 Evans, Antonio Brown, yeah. Gronk. Like they have so many weapons on the Buck side. The Packers don't have nearly as many weapons. They have Adams, Lazard, I guess. Yeah. 
and you're kind of running out of options there at that point, yeah. which is kind of crazy. It's Aaron how Jones, is yeah, really and it's Aaron Jones, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but the the um, the Bucks yeah. have so many offensive weapons that 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 that's a team where I don't think the Rams can beat even with Von Miller because yeah, they just have so many weapons that they can do whatever they want. Depends so. on the day, baby. It really does. I'm really looking forward to the NFC playoffs this year. This, it's going to be good. It's 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 very exciting. Um, the other big tra- I guess big trade. Um, Melvin Ingram going to the Chiefs. For a six-round pick from Pittsburgh, cool. I don't think it does a ton for them, honestly. I don't think it does like I, anything. They honestly. didn't trade for a corner, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so no. I, it doesn't really make any difference to yeah. me. I um, still think their pass rush is doo doo, and they can't cover anybody. So. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Melvin Ingram did a whole lot for them anyway. Um, the other, the other kind of news and notes I want to go over real quick. Deshaun Jackson, he gets released by the Rams. Uh, cleared waivers. Not really a big shocker. Who wants a thirty-five-year-old beat-up speedster wide receiver that they're gonna? hurry up and go grab um and you don't work in an air raid offense like that they're running right now it's like hmm. um and then the other one is odell beckham jr gets released by your cleveland browns i say your but i don't know i I don't know i could care less either um you know that one's a little bit more shocking to me you know they rework his contract all that good stuff he wants to go to a contender there could be problems if he doesn't get signed by a contender if he doesn't clear if he clears waivers blah 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 blah, blah whatever you think the line should pick him up no why not because he's going to be a lot of money he's a lot of problems um just for this year i'm talking about just for this year just for right now I- I, no. I mean, I, I guess if you want to sign him to an eight-week contract thing. Well, I, it's, like, it's, you're paying I, $4 million for him, yeah, really. Like, it's, uh, it's really what it I, is. I still think it's worth it, really. Yeah. Like, I'm all about just, I just to care. get the win. After that, cut him. I don't care. See, I don't care about the win. I need a win. I don't care. I need a win. But, uh, I'm um, different on that. Yeah, I don't think they're going to, in fairness. I think. I don't think he fits them at all. I think the place – you're going to hate yourself. You say the fucking Packers. Dude, gonna, I think the Packers would be. I don't a think. Prime here's the thing, I don't think he would now, be though. I, no, I don't think he would be. But him and Devontae Adams would be. Oh somewhat yeah, insane. Well, yeah, but like I don't. I, because here's the thing. I, like he needs the ball. Yeah, I know. And it's like he, he's not gonna be the number one guy. Like I think you know where I think he would be really good is a team like the Raiders because yeah. he'd be the number one guy. Henry Ruggs' career is over because <laughs> he's probably gonna go to jail. Um. You know, I think another. I think, um, I think like uh, Buffalo would be a lot of fun to see him there. Yeah, he'd be I, a really good compliment to Stephon Diggs. That's what I mean. Is yeah. I, I'm just looking for he's places not a number where, one receiver anymore. Yeah, that's the but other I, but he's he's like he's like a one B receiver yeah. where like if he's yeah. with a one A, yeah, they could be really good. But he's not a number one. With but I don't Kobe think he's not a number two though. That's a weird thing. He's just not available. That's the other problem too. Is yeah. that he's not been healthy. Yeah, he hasn't exactly. been healthy enough. That's to what be, I mean. Like if, he, if, if the Lions picked him up, he'd play like two games and probably get hurt and not yeah. play the rest of the season. Yeah. And then I'm like, I, I get there's like no point, like because yeah. you're only gonna sign to a year contract, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. But at that point, I'm like, you could sign anybody else. Yeah. At that point, the so way his contract has worked too, you don't really get any offseason value from it because they negated the last two years of his deal. There's a lot of there's a lot of hoops and everything else with it. Um. Yeah, I could see the Packers maybe taking a flyer on it just yeah. to see. I don't know what their cap space situation is looking like either. That's true. Um, I could even see a team like, um, I don't know, Tennessee. Derrick Henry's out. Maybe they're going to throw the ball more. You, know, yeah. you have Julio. You have A.J. Brown. Yeah. Just go three wide receiver set yeah, and just throw him, the ball. Um, you know, another team that could do it is New England. New England could. Ball, they need, Baltimore could, too. Baltimore is another one, too. But, like, I look at New England and I go – 
you don't you still don't have great weapons for him on the outside. Kendrick Bourne, whoop de doo, you yeah. know. Give him a solid number one option yeah. to check to check down to with Hunter Henry, with Johnu Smith. You got a decent, you got an okay run game. Yeah. You know, you're you're still in the thick of it in a mm-hmm. lot of aspects of it. You know, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. No, there, there's a couple good spots yeah. for him. Um but it's really about who what he wants to be. Yeah. He he said he wanted to play for a contender, which yeah. is why I didn't think like yeah. Lions and Vikings yeah, I don't, and I'm yeah, like no. there there's some teams I'm like, you would be really good there, yeah. but if you're not contending, then right. I don't know if you want to go there anyway. Yeah, so. yeah. if he's gonna be an A hole, then it's whatever. Um let's let's shift real fast. Oh oh forty ers perfect spot, actually. Yeah. Just saying. Okay. All, I, would, I do want to give credit to Debo Samuel. He is having a yeah. hell of a football but season. But for a team that doesn't really have like that true, number one true. guy. Yeah, it is like Debo probably. Yeah, it yeah. is probably Debo, but yeah. he would just like go in and just be the number one guy there like yeah. so fast. They've been very underwhelming this year. It's kind of, kind of disappointing. They've been get, they got banged up quite a bit, but they, they like, just hit the injury bug every like, year. Figure it out. Okay. Mm. It's your job. You can't just rely on all 22 starters to be healthy every year. Okay, relax. <laughs> Talk to us Lions fans. Yeah, exactly. think that. I was like, we yeah. go into every year and we go, if any guy gets hurt, this season's yeah, exactly. over. But like, Taylor Decker immediately. Well, all right. Well, it happened. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a disaster. But uh, let's let's shift focus here a little bit. Let, let's talk. Let's talk NBA real fast. Kate Cunningham's first like week, I guess, reality yeah, in it. Shooting hasn't necessarily been there. <laughs> I say it's in the, the best way you can in say the it. nicest way possible. The numbers are creeping up slowly but surely. You know, the you know, I think at one point he had like eighteen he had double double, I think, a few days ago. Against the Sixers. Yeah, proud of you. Nope. Um, you know, but I mean, so thoughts? Anything on it? I, I mean, you you watched all three games this week. I watched the Bucks game, turned it off and discussed, watched some of the Sixers <laughs> game, and I went, Okay, this is a little bit better and I didn't get to watch the Nets game. So yeah. talk to me about what you're seeing out of this team. I like to do periodic check ins with this just because I do think they're gonna be fun to watch. It's just a struggle. Right now, yeah, no, the Bucks game was rough. <laughs> yeah, that's an understatement of the century. Yeah, they had no starters outside of Giannis. They had some dude I've never even heard of before dropping threes in their faces. Uh, yeah, no, it was it was rough. If you're a uh, if you're a Pistons fan watching that game, because <laughs> that that was just like a this is how far away you are. Yeah, and it was like kind of sad because it was like we're this far away still. Well, because Jeremy Grant, I don't think played in that game either, did he? Did he play uh, that game? The yeah, he, he did. did. Oh, okay. But he, he, he was the only one to score. Oh, yeah. Good like, point. he had, yeah, like, he had, 20 points, yeah. and everyone else had, like, eight or less. Yeah. So that's how bad it was. But, like, it was just, like, that, that was the game where it was, like, because this is the team in the next, like, six years that you're going to be competing with, yeah. probably, for if, you, mm-hmm. if you're going to be competitive or whatever. Yeah. And I was, like, man, you're just, like, that far. Like, when you're, I like, a Corey 40 Joseph point. load up for a shot, I immediately turn my TV off. I go, stop it. You're, that's not your job. It's not your job. Get somebody else the basketball. Um, so so then we watched the Sixers game. And that also means don't give it to Frank Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we watched the Sixers game. The Sixers game was a lot better. Yeah. Cade played a lot better yeah. in that game than he did the first two games. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but they still lost. It was pretty rough. Yeah. I think, I think the one game you can take away is the Nets game. Mm-hmm. I think the Nets game, you saw – it was close. Then it got pulled away. It was, I think they were losing by 16 at one point in the yep. game. Yep. And it was kind of rough. But then they like fought back, and they were within two. And there was a stretch down the line where I was like, this is 
probably why you have Cade. Is because Cade was like the main ball handler. I only think Killian was on the court at times, but Cade yeah. was out there with Grant, Bay, Stewart, and like Kelly Olynyk. I think it was. Yeah. And I was okay. So he's just walking out. He's doing the Luca. He's going down the court, and he's either shooting the ball or giving it to Shadik or Jeremy Grant to shoot the ball. Right. And it's like one of the two. But yeah. he's like being able to run the offense through him mm-hmm. and they got it down to two points before KD went into KD mode and decided yeah. to make like eight straight to close the game out. Yeah. But I was like, I was quite impressed with like the six to like two and a half minute mark in the fourth quarter yeah. that they were like able to make it from like a 10 point game, bring yeah. it back to a two point game. Right. But they ended up losing by like six, six. to eight. I I, it was, it was six. like six, yeah. but was they, they made 90. it, they made it competitive right before they blew it at the very end yeah so uh, that was that was a, it was like a nice literally in a week i went from wow this seems awful to okay they could be competitive to okay maybe they got something yeah. in like a three game stretch i think it's all the growing pains right it's everything we've talked about you know for the last couple weeks going into the season right yeah. is you know what are we going to see out of this team and i think you know i think sometimes we fall in love with the potential more than the than the results right of what what we're seeing actively right and i think it's hard to kind of keep both those things in perspective where you go this is a really rough watch. I don't know what the hell you guys were looking for, but then you see a game like that where they play against the Nets, they play them tough, and you go, they held them under 100 points. Check. That's the first step, right? Mm-hmm. Now it's just got to be in lockstep with them, you know, and have a chance to win at the end, and they did, and that's and that's the important part yeah. of it. You know? And and to be, we're we're gonna be we're gonna be fair to the Pistons also. So they, their schedule, their schedule to open was an rough, absolutely atrocious. I think they played one team under 500. I think under Orlando, 500 was really no, and they beat them by. Seven. Yeah. So, but their next will go like six games. Yeah. They got Rockets, Cavs, Raptors, Kings, Pacers, Warriors. That should be a really so good stretch. So that them. stretch, I, yeah. I would imagine a three and three yeah. kind of stretch or yeah. something. Yeah. And then like from there on, you you get iffy games. You get like Lakers, Clippers. Yeah. But then yeah. December comes around, you get Thunder, Wizards, Pelicans. So yeah. like all you, winnable you have, basketball. Games. Yeah. So you have you now you have more winnable slash non-winnable games yep. coming up yep. to the point of these first 10 games where I was like, I think you can go two and eight at best right. because of how good some of these teams are. Right. So Absolutely. I think these next like 10 games will be a lot of fun to watch because Raptor, or guy, teams like um, Rockets and Pelicans and stuff mm-hmm. are way yeah. more closer to where you're at. Yeah. And it'll be fun to like watch you match up to a bad team that's growing like you are yep. considering to a team that's supposed to be in the NBA finals. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, and that's really where you're at right now, right? You're just growing. You're, you're trying to figure out the rotation still. It's, you know, I check back after Christmas. That's always kind of my barometer to be, okay, where are we at? What's, what, what do we look like? Right. So we're getting there. You can start to see though, Dwayne Casey's the, the patience level for while we're young is starting to wear thin with him a little bit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I think he's like, no, you can't just be that all the time. And something's got to change. We got to fix it. And we got to fix it fast. You know, yep. they still go on periods where the offense is atrocious. Um, and the problem is, is that it affects them defensively mm-hmm. because they go from a locking down a team like the Bucks. At one point, they were locking them down defensively mm-hmm. in that Bucks game. They couldn't make a shot. Yeah. So every time, even if the Bucks are just you know happens to make a two point jumper from mid range, it's like shit. Now I got to go. And then they make. And then they. They do something. They're trying to be overly aggressive on defense, which mm-hmm. leads to wide open threes by bench players for the Bucks. And then you're jacking up threes. Yeah. And you go, and it just snowballs so fast where you go, and you're down by thirty. Yeah. The thing with the Pistons right now is all teams that they've that they play yeah. have the ability to go on a nice like 12-0 run yeah. or like a, a 12-point run mm-hmm. really quickly. And they might not just get to that. Like you were talking about the Bucks game where they were getting a nice, nice stuff, but you know that 12-point run is coming. Yeah. So – 
you have to when you're the worst team, you have to get buffer room mm-hmm. when you go on a four minute drought because you know the Bucks after this four minute drought are gonna go hit fourteen straight points. So it's like we have to get points, but when you're not getting those buckets, and then it's like oh here comes the fourteen point onslaught, yeah. and then you then can't you, allow and then the, you can't the, come back. Yeah, the after defensive that. mishaps that go from that where you're just jacking up threes eight minutes in the sh- eight seconds of the shot clock, and you go what is yeah. happening? It reminds me a lot of like when the Warriors were like peak Warrior, mm-hmm. and you're like you can stop them all you want, but you know this four threes in a row is coming at one point mm-hmm. and you have to get some yep. buffer room mm-hmm. or is you're going to be, Oh, it's tie one. Yeah. You might be winning We're by two sit points. LeBron. We're up by seven and you're and down you're by down, 12. Yeah, and you, you go, go what, what just happened? happened? Yeah. You're like, how are we down six points right now? Yeah. How is there a 12 point string? And in thirty five? Like, I can't even go pee. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of like reminds me of that to an extent yeah. where it's like, you're just waiting for that 12 point run to happen. Mm-hmm. So the piss is like, all right, let's get a six point lead. So it's not that bad, yeah. but then they can't get that six point lead. So then it's turned into a 12 point deficit, yeah. 16 point deficit. And then it's, just gets out of hand quick. It gets out of hand, yeah. All right. Let's talk let's talk some wrestling action and get out of here. Uh let's talk this these WWE releases first. So I'm gonna list yeah. you off some names here, Mike. Um quite a few of them, quite frankly. It's kind of gross when you think about it. Um Keith Lee. Okay. Carrying Cross. Okay. Nia Jax, the biggest ones, Graham Metalik, Lindsay Dorado. Ouch. No. Uh Mia Yim, Eva Marie, Harry Smith, B Fab. Frankie Monet, Ember Moon, Scarlet, Oni Lorcan, Trey Baxter, Jesse Kamea, don't even know who that is, uh, Zayda Ramirez, no idea, Katrina Cortez, no idea, and Jeet Rama were all released. Dang. Um, that's a lot of people. That is a lot of people. The highlights of it, obviously, Keith Lee, Karrion Cross, Nia Jax, I would say uh, B-Fab and Eva Marie. Mm-hmm. Um, are probably the big ones. I would say even Frankie Monet too, Ty Valkyrie. She's fantastic. Yeah, um, yeah kind of came out of nowhere a little bit. You know, you're announcing all these these big revenues and blah, 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 blah. You're back to touring, all this stuff from the COVID. And then you go release at least two guys for sure in Karrion and Keith Lee where you put a ton of time in. You know, I think the Bearcat thing was the dumbest thing. But... I'm also not a big Keith Lee guy in the first place, but I digress. Thoughts? Anything you got? I don't know. I don't know what to say yeah. about it anymore. Honestly, I don't. I don't get it. I don't understand it. I just some of these people I get like you want to release Grand Metalik and Lindsay Dorado. Cool, yeah. whatever. That's fine. But like Nia Jax, she's a pretty big part of your women's division here. I know she's been hurt, but like Frankie Monet could have easily fit in Raw, SmackDown. Yeah, Mia Yim, same thing. I don't know. Yeah, no, I don't know. I, I think they – not cut them early, but, like, there are a lot of these people that I just had, think had so much potential. And I think the two I, big ones are Keith Lee and Cross. I think where Cross like, is made for WWE. Yeah, like, I, I thought Cross was, like, literally the perfect WWE yeah. guy yeah. who they just said – Right, didn't yeah, get over. Didn't I go, over. well, you put a freaking gladiator helmet on him. So yeah. I don't know. I don't really. Know. And I'm not the kind of guy, you know me, right? I, I try to look at what what is the tr- what are they trying to accomplish here, right? Yeah. And I got it. You, from a merchandise perspective, you know, from an action figure, always got excess, all that stuff. Yeah. I get it, right? But at the end of the day, you can't be mad at, well, he didn't get it over. I go, well, you took away his face. How can I, yeah. how can I care about his, you know, like. Yeah. <laughs> You completely repackaged him in this other thing that yeah. he was on NXT. I will say this, though. I think he would have honestly been better served just to come straight to the main roster. Only because his in-ring prowess was glaringly 
dif- uh, deficient mm-hmm. in NXT with who he was facing. Yeah. As compared to who he could have been working with from the main roster, where he could have killed people, where they could have masked him a little bit. You couldn't have an NXT match with Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly and Pete Dunne mm-hmm. and expect him to stand out. It yeah. didn't. It, it, it was a. We talked about it. It mm-hmm. was a glaring. Oh boy, this is not. Yeah. Good. Yeah, that's you why, know. and that's why I thought he was yeah. like the perfect main roster yeah, guy. Yeah, because they're, sure. they're not the best yeah. workers. Go kill on the Apollo Cruz. Fine, whatever. Yeah. yeah, I, you know, the Keith Lee one for me though, I'm not necessarily shocked by the fact that it didn't work, mm-hmm. but I'm shocked that they gave up on it yeah. a little bit because they kept trying and kept trying. And I, I, I don't know. What do you? What are you? What are your thoughts on Keith Lee? Because I, I've notoriously been down on him this entire time. Maybe I'm just bitter because he beat Cole for the title. I don't know, but. I just don't – there's nothing about him that makes me go, stop, I got to watch him. He's a freak athlete, Yeah. good in the ring, I get it. Character-wise, I think he's a stale potato chip. I don't get it. I don't see it. I yeah. don't know. I, maybe I'm different. Maybe you're different. No, I, I mean, I think he's I think he's good. I think his in-ring stuff is really good. Yeah. I, I think my problem is, especially the recent NXT stuff and especially yeah. main roster stuff, they don't do a good job showing off – like like when like um the Viking Raiders when that when uh what's his name I which one is it? Ivar or whatever yeah. one of them when he does the handspring yeah. off the rope that's like the most wild thing you can ever oh see yeah happen. absolutely and you yeah. know how many times he's ever done it like once on the main roster yeah and I'm like I'm like that yeah. should be a move like that's a move they did every time in NXT because the whole place would go nuts yeah, when a 350 pound guy <laughs> does yeah. a handspring <laughs> off the rope into like a fucking hurricane or something it's, it's so like good. insane to watch yeah. and the fact that they don't show so like it's stuff like that where like Keith Lee can do moonsaults. Oh and yeah, he can do like he can do like I think um, like I said, in ring work is stuff. great. Love is in ring work. I think he's an athletic phenomenon. Yeah, the move at that uh, that size and be that but they've had, they just haven't shown like yeah. his in ring capability. I feel like yeah. and so and then coupled with that, which I don't think it's the greatest character ever. I mean. I don't watch enough Raw to like not watch even, every week. Though, like, not even the Bearcat thing, right? Like that, I get that to a. I think it's stupid, but I think like, all right, we're gonna give him a nickname, so like he, it kind of correlates to a personality that we're trying to give him, right? Mm-hmm. Cool, whatever. But at the same time, I've never found his promo work to be all that invigorating to me. I don't know it, it, anybody who knows me. It's weird because I'm on two sides of different um, of different coins here. I, my, my favorite wrestler of all time is Bret Hart. Not a great promo guy historically, mm-hmm. right? There are years where he was really good, but overall, not a strong promo yeah. guy. But he was so good in the ring as compared to guys like I, – I was always a fan of Triple H, good promo guy. Adam Cole, good promo guy, right? Like certain people were such good promos, you know, even now. Like Roman is my number one guy in the business right now because he is killing it on the mic. I think his in-ring his work has always been good. You know, Kenny in AEW has taken his game to a completely different level now that he's a heel because his promo work has been so much better mm-hmm. than when he was a babyface. Yeah. You know, I think that's where Adam Page is lacking. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think MJF is longer term a bigger star for them because yeah. his promo work. Are so good. Exa- exactly. Are right. So and good. that's why he's getting over. I don't think yeah. MJF is spectacular in the ring. I think he's solid. Mm-hmm. I don't think he does anything where I go, I've never seen that before. No. Mm-hmm. But. You have to have that other piece, and I just, I've just never felt a connection where I go, "Yep, I'm gonna pay money to watch him." See, and that's 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 you know kind of I mean? where like my he's point. He's got me invested, yeah. and that's kind of my point yeah. is, I think you either have to be the great promo guy or yeah. the great in ring guy. Yeah, and I feel like Keith Lee 
isn't the promo guy. So it's no. like, okay, so now you have to be the in-ring guy. Right. And they didn't show off his in-ring stuff. So it's like, so now you're not either one. Yeah. We're like – Now you're just a bland dude. Everyone's like, he's so awesome. I go, why? Why? Why, yeah. why is he so awesome? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. But if they would have done more of like – okay, if they would have put him with like Ricochet and he was yep. doing like crazy moonsaults with Ricochet and stuff, it's like, yeah. wow, he can do that too. Mm-hmm. I feel like if they showed that off, then you at least get one side of it. Yeah. But they, they never did that, so you get neither side. So yeah. Keithy was a big one. And Karen was, I thoughts, was like, wow. Thoughts on, uh, do you think either one of them go to AEW? Do you think, oh, I'm like, actually, hold on, let me phrase that. Do you think either one or AEW should sign no. any of these people? No. Because I do not. Uh, actually, any, I, any I, of like, them? Oh, hold on, let me check the women. I think, I think I was some gonna of say the, the women, women, maybe. Like, maybe like a Maya Yim or a Ty Valkyrie, maybe. Yeah, I think both of them could um, go for sure. But the men, yeah, probably Keith Lee, not. Karen Cross, uh, they Grand don't, Metalik, Lindsay Dorado, uh, Harry Smith. Oni Lorkin. Oni Lorkin is going to do great on the independent scene. He, yeah. You know, uh, I don't. I I think I think uh, Biff Busick. If you don't know, that's who he was. Yeah, but. I think Kieran Cross and Keith Lee should just both go to Impact again because mm-hmm. that's where they strive more is like an yeah. Impact kind of crowd. Yeah. I think AEW. I don't think they like. I think uh, Keith Lee could work with uh, some of the guys in AEW. I don't think Karrion Cross could work. I don't think the crowd would like a guy who doesn't work very well. Yeah. Because that's not what they're into. Uh, you have to have yeah. something if you're Karrion Cross and he doesn't I think really Harry Smith could wind up making a return to go to AEW. His promo stuff is not good either, but he's, you know, he's a heart technically. He's a, you yeah. know, he's Dave Boy Smith's son. They're all about that crap. I think he'd go to Japan. I think, I think Cross should go to Japan. Yeah, I think that's a good spot for him. Super, you know, where it's a lot more hard hitting. You know, yeah. he does that Muay Thai shit. You yeah. know, somebody where like just they need to basically get him somewhere where he can beat people up and he can learn from guys, yeah. right? Like you can learn from you know Jay White and how to. He doesn't need to be flippy floppy, and but you can learn from Okada and how to you know yeah. some of that stuff. So you know him versus Tanahashi, I think would do big business for them. Yeah. Um, yeah, some of the women, you know, like Ember Moon, I think she could show up pretty much anywhere. Yeah. I think Scarlet's going to be – I think if there's one person you can say could probably go to AEW, Scarlet, you know, Karen Cross's fiance, just because, A, she's gorgeous, and, B, I think she could be a valet and yeah. people be like – Well, I, that's the only way, like, if yeah. Karen goes there, if they did the exact same thing with his early NXT stuff mm-hmm. and just came out. But, like, I don't think it's in-ring work. Like, I feel like AEW fans would not like his mm-hmm. in-ring work. Yeah, no, for like, sure. Like, they'll be like, oh, him and um, – Literally name any of them. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like him and like Cody, I feel like they just wouldn't put on that kind of a match. Because yeah. that's the first guy he'd work with because everyone just works with Cody when they come in. So Yeah. I think Frankie Monet, too. That's another one where you go, don't yeah. get that one at all. But I digress. All right. Last thing. Let's talk AEW. Full gear. We're finally here. We did it. Almost there. Almost done. We got it. Right. We're almost there. It's going to be a fun time. It's been a, it's been a long week for your boy Rob this week. Um, but yeah, let's jump right in, though. Full gear. Not necessarily the their marquee event no. out of their four, right? This is kind of the forgotten one, I would say, out of the I, four. I agree with that. You know, like I, you know, I think Revolution because of the card quality in years past. You go, okay, those have been some pretty good shows, yep. right? And then double all or nothing out and, and all double or nothing, two big ones. right? Whichever one you want to consider their WrestleMania, whatever. Yeah. Do you think at some point too, real quick before we kind of get into the card, do you think they need to start differentiating between it being like? Like, the Royal Rumble's a big deal, but WrestleMania is WrestleMania. Do you yeah. think at some point they need to, like, say, like, double or nothing needs to be, like, a different feel than All Out and Revolution in full? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I think, I think, uh, like, you need to start kind of, like, 
like, okay, they're going to go to a stadium, not maybe, yeah. or, or do a different venue, something bigger yeah. for All Out or I do too. Double I, I think I, compared so to the other three. I think, I think All Out is technically their big show. Yeah. Um, I think it I think his be. I think historically, Double or Nothing has been better shows. Yeah, I agree except, with that. Well, this past All Out show, I think, has been their best show ever. But mm, That was also very good. I agree but with that. that yeah. But since then, I think yeah. Double or Nothing generally has been better year to year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think All Out, because of All In. Yeah. Like you kind of have one more mm-hmm. all I, I, I just think it show. Makes, I just think it makes sense. It makes sense because you had All In was like their first show yeah. technically yeah. because they made it that big independent thing, yeah. and then All Out is like, all right, yeah. we're going all out for this show mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like it's our right. yeah. Brand. Double or Nothing feels like we were trying it again. Like Double or Nothing feels like something where it's like we're risking the biscuit again after All Out. We went All yeah. Out. Okay, we lost. All right, now we got to push our chips to the table. Yeah, Double or Nothing, yeah. we risked it. All yeah. Out, it's like we're going big and yeah, and exactly. Stuff. So I do think All Out's their big show. I think they should make it bigger, but mm-hmm. I think I think I think it comes with time. I was just wondering your yeah. opinion on. Whether or not I think over the years that. they'll add different like I think they'll maybe get rid of full gear and add something else in yeah. that slot and then at one point you'll get to okay all out has ten shows double or nothing has seven shows and then once like all out has more numbers yeah then it's like okay all out is their the pinnacle show. show yeah but because that's what WrestleMania like WrestleMania was just the first one because like Royal Rumble has like thirty three now or whatever right. but WrestleMania is at like thirty eight so mm-hmm. it's like it has so much more that it's like all oh, WrestleMania is right. Yeah. The show, yeah, they don't need to have gimmicks necessarily. Just, yeah. I just want to feel like when I buy a pay per view for fifty five freaking dollars, that it feels like, oh, this is gonna be, yeah, like this is we're going. For I it. will yeah. say though, so I think AEW's, this card, I think AEW's hit a point with their roster right now mm-hmm. where NXT was yeah. at like twenty seventeen to twenty nineteen. Any match where, where you just go, this is gonna be. A I think, I show. think, I think you have about two or three years stretch where you can just throw through matches and you're like. I'm I'm there yeah. I'm there I'm there like mm-hmm. everything's just yeah. a big check mark for their shows right for now sure. yeah. um, because I look at this card and I think there's like one match I'm like I don't care <laughs> out of eight right now all right so we'll go let's see if I can talk you off that no. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, so okay so before we so there's eight matches here there was a match so I looked at this like last week yeah and they had a Cody and Pac versus Malachi and Andrade an Andrade tag team match Ooh. but they took it off. Mm. Because it wasn't announced. Yeah. Everything else here is announced officially. Yeah, yeah. They didn't announce that. So I'm not sure if that's coming. I don't think that should be a match, quite frankly. Like, you got that's too much talent to waste on a tag match like that. Yeah. I get why you've got intertwining stuff. Yeah. Andrade and Pac, if you just saw Andrade versus Cody, which I thought was really good on Dynamite. Um, and obviously, Malachi and Cody have been going yeah, at it. Exactly. So, so it goes back to my point, though. I wish they would have just saved the third one and just given me Cody Malachi on this card, but. I don't. I don't remember what's everything's on this card after after the first couple. So yeah, but uh, but yeah. yeah. So that that's like a if that a, happens, that's a would, possibility as yeah. a ninth match, I guess, or something. That match, but, I don't think it's a finish. I think that's just a big complete schmuck because I don't think Andrade and Malachi work well together. Like I think they would. Everyone just kind of turns on each other and blah okay. blah blah. You know what I mean? So so we'll, the first official match we yep. have here is I'm, again. I'm going to try to find my least important, <laughs> most important here. So we're going to go. So we have the ten. 10-man tag team street fight. So this is like the one yeah. match I'm like, Kay. it's on here for a reason, but I don't care. Every yeah, pay-per-view. Uh, so the we, Inner Circle versus a faction in some random ass yeah, match. Yeah, so we got we got the Inner Circle, Chris Jericho, Hager, Ortiz, Sammy, and Santana taking on American Top Team. Yep. Um, so we got some MMA fighters. Andre, whatever, Dan Arlowski. Lambert, yeah. Ethan Page, Junior Dos Santos, and Scorpio Sky are the five. Yeah. So, so Jericho's going to work with Dan Lambert the entire time. 
yeah. keep him safe. Yeah. Dan See, Lambert, low key though, is actually a huge wrestling fan. He yeah. like he's got a huge belt collection, like of used belts and stuff like that. It's actually really, really. I cool. think I think Santa Ortiz does a lot with Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky, yeah, probably. Yeah, That's absolutely. Yeah, and then you just yeah. throw in Hager and yeah. you know Junior Dos Santos because of MMA. Problem I have with this, I get it. Everything worked. I actually the Lambert thing, like he goes out and he runs a fifty minute promo just berating people. I think it's yeah, hilarious. I think it's funny too. Um, but outside of that though, don't like the fact that the TNT title is not being defended. So that was, only that was, bitch, that was my only bitch, bitch, only bitch. Like I get it, where you're trying to keep Jericho on the card. You don't, you're not ready for Santana Ortiz to get in that tag title picture yet. I yeah. get, you're like totally cool with that. Away, That's fine. Um, but then, and I'm actually digging Sammy winning the title once again. Big kudos to you because you booked that literally on a linear line. So congrats on that. Um, just don't like the fact we don't have a TNT title match. I 100% agree. Thing. Only problem I have with this I, match. I am cool Inner with, Circle wins, clearly. Yeah. But I'm cool with how this car looks to not yeah. have one, but it would just mm-hmm. be nice to have like yeah, a Yeah, I just think it's important because you only have really three championships right now. Yeah. Um, not including the TBS title thing. So, like, you only have three title matches, and if you want – if you're Tony Khan, you keep saying that the TNT title is in line with your world title. Really? Because you haven't, I wouldn't have a pay per view without my world title being defended. So yeah. you can't have the TNT title not being defended that either. Yeah. So. Um. So we have the AEW World Title Eliminator Tournament thingy. Yep. Um. I thought it was going to be Moxley, but Moxley has his yeah, stuff. Got a, he's got going some through. demons right now, which you know what? I can appreciate the fact that they announced it and they pivoted. Yeah. And, you know, I think there's respect to respect to Mox. I mean, sometimes shit happens yeah. at the end of the day. So. So we got Brian Danielson versus Miro. Which yeah. I thought was a fantastic yeah. p- plan B yeah. to find. Just yeah. like, oh, hey, Miro, by the way, can you yeah. just come in and yeah. coming off, roll someone? Coming off being pissed off about dropping the title, goes against the super over baby face, gets a win when everyone thinks, oh, well, he's a fill-in, so maybe Cassie gets a quick roll-up. Yeah. Something, right? Beautifully yeah. done. And Bryanson yeah. and Miro are going to do great stuff yeah. because Brian does really good with guys who are just bigger, bigger. and just throwing yeah. them around. So it's going to be a wild time. I think Brian was going to win this tournament no matter what. Yes, I is, agree. Which is kind of actually, you know, actually, I actually thought Moxie might win because yeah. I think they're turning him heel. So if yeah. if my later prediction happens, <laughs> then yeah, gotcha. then you have heel versus face. Yeah. But I think Brian wins this though. But I think now Brian 100 wins, and you could just do because here's the thing. I was like, you could do Brian world championship match whenever you want mm-hmm. like it you don't need anything for it nope moxley you, you could just be on oh yeah for space so. for sure yeah i think um, moxley does need to turn by the way yeah but it's gonna be really hard for him now that they've announced all of his struggles yeah so i like, think was I he think, gonna come back baby face or he's gonna come back heel people are gonna be like we're so happy to see you we're so happy you're healthy and he goes i hate all of you and everyone's gonna be like i don't get it yeah <laughs> um the match i definitely think and i don't think it's even close opens the show yeah uh, the Jurassic Express, Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, and Christian Cage versus the Super Click, Adam Cole, Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson in a Falls Count Anywhere match. I don't see a world where this doesn't open the show and just the place goes bonkers for this, to yeah. be honest with you. I, I really wish that they would have broke this match up, though. I, I, I would have preferred Lucha Express versus the Bucks and Cole versus Christian. Yeah, I just and don't think they have the time for that. I agreed, and that's why I don't think they didn't, right? Yeah. But I would have really liked only, – only because, for me, right, yeah. Cage just came off a great run with Kenny, mm-hmm. right? Trying to keep Cole strong, yeah. right, as the next guy. Cole gets the win there. And then this is finally where Jungle Boy and Dinosaur Guy – What's his name? Stores. Thank you. Couldn't literally escape me. Um get a big win over the Bucks on pay-per-view yeah. where you finally go, 
they're ready. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's my only, and now they could still technically do that, but I don't think they do now because it's a three way, because it's a six man. I think that actually, yeah, the, the click wins. This. I, I do think the click wins too. You know what I mean? That's my only thing is like, cause I'm ready for that match where they become like, I know jungle boys doing a singles thing as well, but like we, we read it. This was during the pandemic where it's like, we're waiting. They're waiting for fans to be back in full capacity before they give jungle boy his push. Yeah. Cause they want the fans to be there for it. Mm-hmm. I felt like this would be a perfect opportunity for them to get a big win over the best tag team in the, in their company. And you go, yeah, here we go. I, think, I, I think, was setting up a big match between the Lucha Bros. I was gonna say, I think, I think they're prolonging it because yeah. I think they go. I think they want the Lucha Bros to, to have their, a bit. their world title tag match yeah. on this show. They're probably gonna go through Santina Ortiz at the yeah. next show, good point. and then at Double yeah. or Nothing, all out. Uh, this you tag have a match, by the way, it's gonna be awesome. But, but this man, we're, I, we're you, I am a hundred percent in agreement with you, though. I think it starts off fast. I think this is the perfect opener. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, the the street fight the five on five is that remote is that somewhere else or is that in the is that in the stadium I don't think do we know I okay no okay I hope it's in the stadium I don't like the remote, I, I, like it's in probably the in the stadium shit. but yeah. it, they might be going through the stadium probably okay. all right I just want to make sure it wasn't like because it's a it's location. a street fight so I'm yeah. assuming there's street fights usually go all around the building yeah. but it'll be in the I got you. arena I think um yeah the six man should def I I wouldn't be yeah I would be thrilled if it opened I think it should quite frankly mm-hmm. um. Yeah, I think Superclick gets the win. Yeah, I do too. So, okay, so a match that I didn't think I wanted to see until I watched Rampage, and then <laughs> I, they sold me on it in like 25 minutes. There go, was hey. CM Punk versus Eddie Kingston. Oh, yeah. I was like, I wasn't like, if you told me like a week ago this match yeah. was going to happen with no like yeah. mic stuff, I'd be like, eh, it's fine. Well, because you know it's going to happen. That's yeah, the problem. Exactly. Yeah. But then you, you, like, their mic stuff, and this is exactly why you have Punk on your roster exactly right now. Exactly why I don't. Dig Keith Lee, because <laughs> what is Eddie Kingston doing in the ring? That's all that spectacular. Exactly, but nothing. His, but, but he gets on the mic stuff. and you go, "God bless it, I'm in." I, he got yeah. me invested in him versus Moxley for the title. Yeah, I know. Knowing full well that there is a zero percent chance he's gonna win that match. Yeah. and I was like, "Son of a bitch, I'm in." All yeah. right, let's go. Like this punk man, like this is because like yeah. punk was sitting there and he was like, "I'm gonna spar with you word for word right now." Yeah, and I literally was sitting there like, "Yeah, let's do it." Yeah. I'll sit back and watch it. Yeah, so exactly. This was phenomenal. The match is gonna be. Yeah, probably be, pretty bad, yeah, but it's not going to be great. Um, it's going to be the worst match on the card outside of the street fight, which is for Gaga purposes. Yeah, it won't even get a rating probably. Yeah, but, but this match will be the worst match on the card probably, star rating yes. wise. Um, the here, here's my only issue with it though is that at some point Eddie Kingston's got to get a win because he's lost a lot of uh, lost to Miro for the title. He lost to Moxie for the world title. He's lost in the world title tournament to Danielson in a great effort, right? Yeah. They keep he keeps losing <laughs> and it's like at some point it's like I can't keep hoping that you're going to do it if you're not the underdog if you just always lose. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and this is not the time to beat Punk. Yeah. So, so but yeah, so I thought that that yeah. segment on Rampage was phenomenal. Yeah, it was, it was hilarious, phenomenal and yeah. like emotional all on the same beat yeah. and Yep. So I'm, I, it got me excited for this, but Punk wins like pretty easily, I think. Yes, I would agree with that. I think it's gonna be a hard hitting. I think it's gonna be a little clunky. I think it's gonna be a lot slower than people want it to be because yeah. it's no, it's, there's no disqualification like that. So it's like it's just gonna be a straight up wrestling match. It's gonna be a bit tough yeah. at times, but I think it's gonna be solid. Yep. And the last uh, singles match that's not a title match here, yeah. we got MJF versus Darby Allen, which is your big, yeah, non-title but emotional story, story type match. Um, and this one's tough. I think you could go multiple routes. I'm gonna call Darby winning. Yeah, I think I don't so have too. like a I reason so why. Too. Like I think like MJF like 
because like if MGF was like first in line for the world title mm-hmm. immediately after what I think is going to happen at the show. Yeah. Um, I'm going to keep saying that because we haven't talked about it yet. You're just trying to will it to existence, aren't you? <laughs> I am trying to will it to existence. But if he's not going to be first, if there's a couple people yeah. before him, yeah. then he doesn't need this because he'll just build himself back up over the next like six months and then have that match all out or whatever. Um, yeah. So he has time to build himself up. If he was the next person up, I'd say he wins. But I think Darby doesn't this, need the win, but I think this is hard win. for me because in a lot of aspects, right, you're like, oh, it makes a lot of sense for Darby to because they attacked him and all that stuff, right? Yeah. I know he got some run, whatever. Even he beats him with a quick roll up, whatever, right? And yeah. you know, you get out of there. However, I think actually MJF wins this match, and I think it spurns something. I don't know. I feel like Darby's ready to turn, and I don't know why I feel that way. I feel like the last couple times I've seen him with Sting, it's been a lot more. And I don't know if this is even intentional or not. Maybe I'm reading too much into it and trying to will it myself. I don't know. I just feel like for whatever reason, there's going to be something that happens where either Sting messes up or something where that relationship goes sour. I don't know. I feel like MJF I, losing doesn't hurt, mm-hmm. but I also feel like MJF hasn't had a big win yet in a, mm-hmm. in a while, right? Like, what, I mean, when's the last time he, he, he lost to Jericho, didn't mm-hmm. he? So it's like... He finally lost Jericho. Yeah, it was like fin- three, yeah, and, yeah, three, right, and, three and, and all, lost. right? And yeah. he hasn't been doing really anything. They've been kind of doing this build-up thing. I just feel like Darby's got a lot more equity in his wins and losses because he's been I, a champion. I, like and I said, to it's that hard point, to I wouldn't be I wouldn't be shocked if Sting cost him this match. Yeah, like I wouldn't cool. be shocked with that at all. Totally like accidentally yeah. cost, yeah. Right? Yeah. like like he meant to yeah trip or trip him yeah. or something, and then accidentally hits Darby or something. Like yeah. I wouldn't be. Shocked I see with it that. almost as like you know Wardlow comes down and tries to interfere, so Sting gets in with him with Wardlow, and then they start fighting, and that distracts Darby, and then he hits him with the diamond ring. Yeah, something like that. You know yeah. what I mean? I. I hope this is a good match. Here's the thing. I don't necessarily know how technically good this is going to be either. Neither one of these guys is, 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 is all that polished. I think they mm-hmm. need somebody else to be the polished guy. Like when you think of MJF, okay, he's worked with Jericho. He's worked with Moxley. He's worked with Cody. Mm-hmm. You know, Darby's worked with Cody. He worked with, I think Miro's pretty polished for a good mm-hmm. chunk of what he does. You know, I think he worked with, um, who did he just work with? Scorpio Sky. And those, like he's worked with some guys where you go, they're yeah. pretty, they're pretty damn good. In ring punk workers. relatively too punk yes absolutely um yeah I'm gonna say MJF gets the win here I don't I I can yeah. see I honestly I can see them winning the exact same way with a roll up and I go uh-huh. okay yeah exactly. either way so I yeah. and I like that so. I'll go I'll go Darby but I yeah. think this is the one match at least up to this point where I go that's I a true like, pick 'em I feel that's like this is a true pick 'em yeah. I don't think anything else on this card's a true pick 'em at this point and honestly really I, I'm still kind of him on the world title match. Okay, I, I guess am. we'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there in two matches. Yeah, there we go. So let's wait. Um, women's title match will go next because all right. So we have three title matches excited. next. I'm trying to. <laughs> uh, we got Britt Baker DMD versus Tay Conti. I feel like this one's this very needs to go seven minutes and it needs to be over. Sorry, no offense to the women here, but Tay Conti doesn't belong in the same ring. Next, yeah, Britt, Britt Baker, Baker wins. wins. She's the most over one possible. Yeah, yeah. The only the only one I'm excited for is when she eventually faces Thunder Rosa. That's yeah, gonna be that's fun. gonna be really good. I think when she faces Jade Cargill, if she yeah. survives Thunder Rosa, I think that could be good. I think actually, low key, I think Jade Cargill is gonna win the tournament for the TBS title. I think because she's she's really inexperienced, but 
it's the perfect championship to give somebody who you know at some point is going to be your world champion yeah. in that division. I wouldn't be shocked you know if, I mean? if she wins and then like in like three months, right, drops it. Ru- to Ruby a, Soho yeah. wins it. Yeah, right. To I, add credibility to it, but then she's like, "Oh, I was the first champ, so I'm going to go fight that's you what now." I'm saying. It's, I think yeah. it adds credibility to her character. So then, as she's champion, then she can be feel important that she's on TV every week, while at the same time being protected and work with good people, so that you groom her for. The world title. Yeah. It's what Nyla Rose needed to have happen for her, but mm-hmm. they didn't have another one, so they just gave her the world title. Yeah. That's really what happened. Yeah. So I'm trying to convince myself how this isn't going to be the best best match on the show. It is. Um, The Lucha Brothers. It is. Taking on it. FTR. It's either going to be that or the six-man tag. Yeah. I'm telling you that right and now. And I'm, I'm trying to figure out, like, again, like the yeah. six-man tag probably could be, but I don't think technically it will be. I think this no, match, she, like, actually yeah. will be, like, yeah. In all instances, like the best match on the show, I'm trying to talk myself out of it, but I don't really think it can. Good. I think it's, it's going to really be really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Lucha Bros obviously retain, but it's going to be uh, wild. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wild. Yeah, I'm loving it. I'm so, so excited. This is the one match yeah. I'm so fucking. Yeah, for. I know. This in the main really event, good. I'm yeah. so excited. I think for. the main event could give us a run too. Like yeah. if they do it right and they give it time and they let it breathe and they yeah. do, you know what I mean? Because it's going to be place is going to be. So oh, loud, it's just so ready. It's for gonna it. be like it, they're just gonna stand there, and it, it's gonna be. It's not gonna be Brian Kenny levels because Brian's like we never thought this would ever happen because yeah, whatever. But like you knew it was gonna happen at some point, but now that it is happening, you're like oh my god, what do we do? What do we do? You know, it's like we were there when we thought we were gonna see the turn, yeah, and now we're finally here, and you're just like, okay, yeah. now what do we do? Now what do we do? Yeah, so and Lucha Bros, though, win in the in the semi-main. This should be semi-main event. I'm going to be really pissed if it's not. I so Maybe the five-on-five five buffers here's, I was going to say, here's the thing. is I think it's going to be because All Out did the same thing. Yeah, we put them in the middle hot, of the card. We put them in the middle because you know this match is going to be wild and take everyone out of the match. So I wouldn't be shocked if after yeah. this you have like Punk come out yeah. to kind of like try to revamp the crowd up a little you bit. Even the you world have title the, eliminator, right? Have the world title Brian, eliminator. Brian's hot. Wins it, we're cool. Yeah, now we you go have the it. ten man tag right after this or something, and yeah. then you walk into world title. Yeah. So I don't think this is gonna be. Co- I think if you went, if you if this was a New Japan, this is easily co main event. Mm-hmm. But because yeah. they don't go by least to like most right. important in right. a way, they kind of just stagger by the hot of the crowd. I think this would be in the middle. Yeah, I think your pillars of the show are the six man tag. This world mm-hmm. tag and then your world title match are your three pillars. Yeah, and you gotta fill out the stagger rest, it out, stagger yeah. it out, so you're not too hot or too cold at either end. Right. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. gonna be a phenomenal so this, match. Though. This is gonna be wild. I mean, two of the best tag teams, and they're true. They're, I was gonna say two of the top true, four tag teams in the world. Yeah, they're two true tag teams. It's yeah. not a super team. It's not. It's they are true to form tag, tag teams. teams. That's the one I nice mean, thing about AWs. They don't do a lot of pish posh. And I like that. I really enjoy that actually. You know, I like really you, you go through and you're that. like Jungle or uh, was yeah. Jungle Express. You have like Private Party, mm-hmm. Young Bucks, Lucha mm-hmm. Bros, FTR. They don't have a lot of. Yeah. I, I guess you could say Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky are like the one. Yeah, but they they're acting as a unit. They're a unit, right? Yeah. Like I'm okay. But they've been a team you, for yeah. like like even, a year now. Almost. If you want to go back to like WWE stuff, like when Orton and Edge like became Radar KO, they were a tag team. Like yeah. they never like they. I mean, they weren't really challenging for the world title very often. Like it was just they were a tag team. They were the world tag team champions. They defended the tag titles against tag teams. Like I can appreciate that, right? Yeah. It's when you have Undertaker and The Rock win the tag titles over your tag team specialist, Cedric yeah. Christian, in five minutes, and then they lose it the next week. You go, well, that was stupid. You yeah. didn't need that. So I digress. But anyway, two of the best 
yeah, I think out of the four teams, I would say them. It's FTR, Lucha Bros, Bucks, and Usos. That's the four tag teams. In any order you want to put them, fine. And then New Day's five. Yep, I would agree with that. Um, That's my top five right now. Yep. And so I would say two of the best five. Yep. Um, If you had to, like, rank them, rank them, I think it's, like, probably three and four, but that's fine. Because I think Bucks and Usos are better. Yeah, yeah, that's, like, 1A, 1B, 1C, 1D right there. I mean, (laughs) really, it's, like, pick any any of that kind of Any of the four would be phenomenal. I love a good tag team. I do too. Title match. I love. I really, I, love I really, really enjoy a solid tag team title match. Like yeah. it's so rare we see it in WWE now. That's why I'm so high on the Usos having the titles because they always pull something out yeah. of it. But I was but like, that's man. one great thing about you go into God an AEW and you're just like, yes. For the last like two years, really, yeah. you can say for, like you can go into every AEW mm-hmm. uh, pay per view. And at the worst, you'll get a great world tag team match. Yeah. Because yeah. either yep. Kenny or Hangman had the titles, the Bucks had them, they or have, the Lucha Bros yeah, have They had have them. done something really well with that where they have made those tag titles feel like they are uber important. Yeah. You know, because there has not been a crappy tag team held them yet. It's going to yeah. happen at some point. But yeah. But not I, I, honestly, for the next I don't. I, couple years. I was going to say two yeah. or three years ago, I think FTR will hold them again yeah. at one point. Maybe Lucha Bros. Or not oh, Lucha yeah. Bros. Um, Jungle Boy and them will hold them. Yeah. Even Everyone's private party or something. But point. like all of those teams, I'm totally cool with. So it's gonna be a great time. Right for this one, I'm gonna call this now. I'm gonna put this into existence. Christian and Matt Hardy at some point win the tag titles. That's the first one I'm gonna go. Okay, now we kind of uh, now yeah. we kind of fall off. It's gonna planet. happen, baby. Multi-time tag chance with different partners. Huh? I think in like huh? you're gonna call that huh? like three years from now. We're gonna look back at this and go. Wow, you what really had a hell? what the fuck? Like, did every other tag team get hurt? What I just know. happened? It's so bad. Yeah. All this right, team's so now this is where I think our great debate's gonna come in right, okay. right here. Kenny Omega, Hangman Adam Page, world title match. Who you got? Do you think it's time? Do you? Yes, really, I, I do, you, do think, you think it's, it's time. time. I, I think, think generally, time. I think it's time. Okay. Um, so I have Hangman. You have Hangman. Yeah. Oh, God, I just, <laughs> I, you know, it's it's that Roman syndrome for me, man. Where I just, I just feel like they. As weird as this sounds, and you're going to look at me and be like, come on. I kind of feel like they hot-shotted it a little bit. Or like, I don't – like, okay, he comes back. He wins the ladder match. Yeah. You know, big poker chip. Cool, whatever. I, it's one of those things where it's like, I almost wish he would have came back. And, you know, it, I almost wish he would have just kept it and just had that title match last month mm-hmm. or, instead of Christian getting it, right, yeah. where they delayed it. Now, obviously, you, have a, you can't help that. But, yeah. like – I don't know, man. I just feel like it's one of those things where they're just. I feel like it's gonna be Kenny Okada, where you're like, oh, it's okay. gonna happen, and then you're like, oh, Kenny's gonna win it, and then he loses, and you go, what? I am raising the finger to this point that you just brought up. <laughs> so, Okada will be in the states. Yeah, he's, he's got a he's, big match against Buddy Murphy. He's got that big match with Buddy Murphy. Yeah, and I think it happened. I don't know where it happened, so I have to fact check where this is happening, what day it's happening, I'll look and that stuff. Up right now. Yeah. If Okada, if there is a at least a one percent chance mm-hmm. they could pull Okada from one match, mm-hmm. keep the title on Kenny. Yeah, that's a whole nother. That's other than that though. Mm-hmm. Let me see. I think it's Heyman. But yeah. how much bonkers money you could get? If at Revolution 2022, you get Okada, Omega. It's in San Jose. Oh, this is in Minneapolis. I don't think yeah, I don't think that's happening. Yeah, he's facing uh, Buddy Matthews on November 13th. Yeah, it's the same day. So yeah, I don't so, think it yeah, happens. So that's not happening. Um, 
unless, also, that match unless, is low-key going to be awesome. But, uh, yeah, unless really you could fly out really fast and drive all the way to the stadium. I mean, you yeah. have six hours to get over there. I, I, guess, I would be shocked if they did that. But I don't think he makes it. But, okay. But yeah, if, right. if, if, if that, uh, if we, yeah. Assuming but, like, that doesn't ha- that assuming happens, that obviously, yeah. But, yeah, okay. Because uh, Okada Omega 5 would do bonkers numbers. With this crowd, um, like how AEW's fans are and stuff, like you would do bonkers. I can't even begin to describe to you how many people would cry and be like, I don't, I don't know. Well, how do you, how would you top it? What would you, you couldn't follow it. <laughs> you, you couldn't <laughs> follow it. You couldn't do anything. Cause we can do, Kenny's going to beat Jericho. Oh, yeah, who okay. gives a crap. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. It's like, dude, you know, and, and also too, I don't think they're going to be doing anything really. Cause they have Russell kingdom coming up. So in January, so they're probably, yeah. is this three nights this year? I've heard. I hope it's not. <laughs> I think it is. I think it's three nights. They're I don't know like if that... two back to back, and then it's like a week later they have a third show. Yeah, see, I don't know if that third show Ugh. is like the New Japan Pass or uh, Dash event they do. Oh uh, yeah, but maybe. like they count as Russell King. I don't know. All right, back anyway, to back, back to, to focus. Back yeah. To, so I think. So you think if, it's going to be the if time? If it's a one percent chance that Okada comes in, it's Omega. Ninety-nine yeah. percent chance it's it's. Him. Okay, so in the case that the Okada thing doesn't exist. Okay. So you think it's time? You think this is the show? Not at all out. Not with more build, not with anything else. You think this is it no, right here. I've... You don't think they dangle that carrot for three more months <laughs> and go, uh, you should have been quicker than that. See, you know the thing I mean? is, I think they have the, and they're not saying the story, yeah. but a year ago at the show, oh, yeah. you had huh? Omega beat Hangman. So mm-hmm. it's like a yeah, year later. Title eliminator. Yeah, yep. so a year later, you just yeah. have the rematch. I'm just glad they it, didn't do this on Dynamite first off. I will say that because I thought for a minute they were going to and then full no. gear would have been him and Brian again. I'd be like, mm. Yeah, I agree. But um, I I think it's Hangman's time. I think Hangman can take it and have a great 17 matches with Andrade, Malachi Black, Miro. Throw guys who have great matches with them. I think I – think, Here's my thing is I don't want this to be the Roman effect where if he beats Hangman, I go, who's going to beat him? I don't want that thought with Kenny. Yeah. I want one of my two companies that I watch all the time not have a dominant world champ where I go, who the, who the flip's going to beat this guy? <laughs> so it's it's like half I think I'm, it's going to – it's half like I want it to happen for that sake. I'm worried though that if Kenny – I'm worried that if Hangman wins, okay, okay, and this may just be the historian jaded fan in me a little bit here, I don't think he holds it for very long. I he doesn't have to hold it for very long. But I think I think that it almost then it's like okay, so he beats he beats Kenny right. And it's like, I, I think it kind of comes down to how I kind of feel about Big E a little bit right now, where I go, I don't think he's the favorite in any matchup. He's not beat, is he going to beat Brian? Yes. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Like, that already, for me, I go, but mm. I don't think he'd verse Brian. I guess if you postpone that, that's true, I guess. I, oh, God. You know what? Wait, are you talking about Kenny or Hangman? Hangman. If Hangman yeah, wins. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he versus yeah. Brian. Because I don't think. Right. Because they love their. Right. Look, here's the thing. Because, like, if you go say, okay, him and Andrade. Yeah. I'd take, I'd take yeah, Hangman over Hangman. Andrade. Yeah, right now. I, Miro yeah. and him, I would take yeah. Hangman over that. Like, there are heels yeah. i take Hangman over. Yeah. But there's some, like, faces, like like you said. Like, him and, like, Darby, I would be like, oh, him, easy. Like, yeah. there's a lot of guys that he could yeah, go up I like, against. like, Punk, Brian. I don't know if MJF I, in a few months. Yeah, uh, but that's uh, that. But that's when Cole, you know. Ugh. Yeah, I, I, here's the thing. You think he's ready? Yes. You you do. You think he's ready? Yes. Really? I just I'm having a hard. Maybe it's just because I haven't seen it. 
in a while. Yeah. Because he hasn't had a great match in a while. Right. Like, not so much a great match, but, like, just talking about, like, as a character, right? Like, Adam, like, Hangman Page, like, he, he is super over, I think right? I think he's right. Yeah. I just, maybe it's just because they haven't done and it. You, and, and I am so, like, in my mind, I'm like, it makes all the sense in the world to do it. Yes. It does. It really does. Here's the thing with Kenny, too, is I think you can run a lot with, um, so, like, Kenny's arc after is, mm-hmm. like, easily, like, okay, he loses the title. He does his downward spiral. Mm-hmm. The Bucks realize that yeah, and go, kind of kick face. him out. Yeah. He turns babyface, and he goes back to best bout machine, mm-hmm. and he just runs through. Mm-hmm. And then here's, if you want, like, two years down the line, right, because this is how they <laughs> push it. He's trying to sell me on this so hard yeah, right now. I'm going to sell you on it right now. Ready for this? <laughs> yeah. You're just going to throw Adam Cole's name out there, yeah, and that's how you cool. do it. Every so, <laughs> yeah. so what's going to happen is Hangman at All Out, yeah. Cole finally beats him as yeah. the head of the clique yeah, or the right. lead or whatever, and then and then Kenny yeah. has this whole baby face thing. He loops all the way yeah. back up, and you get Cole versus Ooh. Kenny. Yeah, that's pretty damn good. I like that. And then like at that point, you, whoever wins, yeah, it's right. two years yes. from now probably. Yeah. But um, um, that's yeah. the stuff I see that they could do with it. Yeah. I just feel like when Kenny wins, I go, where, where do, do you go? where do you go? Because unless it's Okada. In that case, well, fine. I, I, I mean, but, if Brian is sitting there waiting in the wings, it's like, it's like, do you, is it too hard to pass up Brian Kenny again? But here's my uh, for I, the I, title. I, yeah, again, because now like, it's the title. Last time it wasn't for the title. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like now you've got that extra thing to you put could, on top. But then, okay, mm. so then he goes, he's gonna beat Brian because Brian's gonna win the title. That's what I'm saying. I I don't know if you can beat Brian there again. I think you have to give it to Brian at that oh, point because I, I think Bri- in my that mind it's fair, like I, I think Brian and Punk are the only two guys that you have put on this pedestal now. Yeah. Where I and I think Hangman is maybe there. That's the thing. It's hard for me because I feel like at the same time, to your point about Hangman, like Darby's not going to beat him. Miro's not going. to – I'm talking about Kenny. Yeah. Darby's not going to beat him. Right. Cole's on his side right now. MJF's not going to feud with Ken- like. There's no babyface near the level that well, Hangman, Hangman is, is right now. So unless so Brian like, beats unless him, unless it's Brian, and then you're like, okay, so Brian's world champion. Okay, well, who the, who the hell's going to in the heel side? It's like, what are you going to do? So, there? Okay, so yeah. here's here's why I'm going to keep saying here's why yeah. I think it's going to happen is I think to your point of you don't think Hangman. Is going to be favorited, but I think that's almost better. Yeah, going in the underdog because you're, you're the underdog yeah. all the time. And then when someone like an MJF upsets him, okay, because you go okay. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, like, for sure. Like yeah, Kenny's gonna if 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 Brian beats Kenny, mm-hmm. then it's a bet. Brian is a baby face of who's yeah. gonna beat Brian. Right. Now it's a hangman of anyone can yeah, beat can hangman. Can you survive? Kind can of you thing. survive? And he's and that's his Are thing you, is he's a workhorse. You, you know, we've talked about this at nauseum about. Hangman and, and MJF at one point main eventing a pay per view for the world title. Yes. Like we knew that was coming at some yeah. point. You think they're there already? Where that can be a thing? I don't think it's gonna be like not like Revolution twenty twenty two, but no. like could could they build it to like all out? Yeah, this year absolutely. Yeah, I mean MJF in like right. three weeks could okay. pull over. It. I'll take I'll take Hangman. I I I think it's gonna be weird, and I don't know why it's gonna. Maybe it's just because I can't picture it in my mind. Yeah, but I feel like I just worry that they're gonna be like, okay, he did it. Yeah, I mean, you know I'm what I mean, just, and I'm then just, we have like that weird yeah. dead where you go, okay, let's see what happens. I just, you know I just I mean? think his like workhorse oh, thing no. yeah, is gonna no, be like, get, yeah, for he's sure. gonna be like, all right, I'm gonna have anyone come up, he's, and he's yeah, gonna I, have so many. He's got like baby faces, or I mean, heels galore to go yeah. against right now. I think he's super over now. Let me ask you this, okay? Does this pay per view get ruined if you get a bunch of interference in this match? Because here, here is where I'm at with with the Kenny stuff, and honestly with the Roman shtick as well. I and I've and I've said this about WWE pay per views before, and I think it's ruined previous Kenny 
title matches as well. I do not want to see a whole bunch of interference in this matchup. If if Kenny and do you think that there's going to be? Do you think that's going to take away from it quite a bit? And then two, if Paige wins, is he kicking out of the one winged angel? <laughs> that was going to be my next question. Yeah. Um, I don't think he does. I don't think. I think he tries to, and I think that's the thing that they can always tie it back to at some point is saying, yeah. "You beat me. You got me on a on an off night. Blah 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 blah. Whatever." But you know for a fact that you know it's only because of this, yeah. right? And you know, you I I, I do. Th- I don't. I don't th- think you should waste that. Not here. Not I don't. At this show. I don't think. Not at this show. He's gonna kick out of the one wing. Yeah. I don't think the one wing's going to be hit. Yeah. I guess that's what I was saying. I would agree. I would hope so. Quite frankly, yeah. I do not think. No. See. Okay. So here, here's what I think about that: is if Kenny wins this, mm-hmm. I think Brian could kick out of it. Yeah, because you make Brian super because right, right, like yeah. Brian's Brian, so then it's like yeah. oh he's like unstoppable because he kicked out the one wing, right? Yeah. But like Hangman, I don't think is unstoppable enough right. to like oh he's gonna kick out the one wing, right? So like I don't think they even attempt it. Mm-hmm. I think he's I think actually Kenny's been doing this thing where like the V trigger wants he wants a V trigger to be the ending move now, yeah. So he's been using the V trigger to end everyone. Right. So I think kicking out of like six V triggers yeah. makes sense, and then he goes up for the uh, yeah, one wing, counters, which then gets man. countered, and then yeah. Hangman wins off that or whatever. But I don't think the one wing gets hit in this match. Yeah. But if Kenny Good. does end up winning this match and he does face Brian, that's kind of when I would see the one wing get I kicked would say, out of I him. would say this. If Kenny does win this match, I want him to hit the one wing. Yes. Because that's the only way he should be able to beat Paige at this point. Yes, I agree. So And then and then you go through and then maybe you get Hangman strong enough to finally kick out of it. There are a lot of stakes in this matchup, and I'm excited. I'm pissed I can't watch it live. Um all right, you yeah. sold me. Fine, Paige wins. Yeah. Hangman okay. wins. All right, well, we're gonna see That's how it works. Yep. It's gonna be weird because as much as I, I want Adam to win, in fairness, right? But at the same time, it's weird for me to picture Kenny and where we go with it, you know, yeah. without it. And I and I'm with you on your on your train of thought. It's just gonna be weird where it's like it's hard for a heel faction like that to not have the world title in their grasp with not, for not very long, right? Yeah. Like, you look back, all the great heel, whether it was the Horsemen, the NWO, Evolution, they always had some... They lost it and got it right back. You yeah. know what I mean? So, I don't know if Hangman winning it and then dropping it in a month does him enough good... Well, he's not going to drop it in a month. Well, but, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, so it's like... Uh, it's just one of those things where he could. You don't know. I mean, well, shit, we got that Battle of the Belt crap coming up pretty soon at some point, too. I mean, I mean he's not going to lose it to, like, Sammy or anybody, but, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> They're supposed to have another AEW mid-card title debuting at some point, too, yeah. our new championship in general. It's supposed to be a hybrid for my insider belt guys, so, like... Apparently, it's supposed to be a mid-card, not the trios, tag titles, but another mid-card championship, whatever the hell that is. I don't know. <laughs> so, we got, a lot of, we got a lot of sticks in the fire. Okay, fine. Hangman's new world champion. Okay. If they don't do it, does it kill the pay-per-view for you a little bit? No. No? Okay. As long as match is good, I don't care. Okay. I just want to see a whole I see. Here's the thing. is I, I don't like, want the Ga- Johnny Gargano thing, though, where Gargano beats Cole, Fish, O'Reilly and Roderick Strong and still wins the title. I don't want that to happen. No, like, don't don't, don't do that to me. Just, if you're gonna beat him, yeah. beat him, beat beat Kenny, but beat Kenny. Oh, Just sure. don't yeah. don't kill right. the whole crew. Yeah, Kenny Kenny's like my favorite wrestler on earth right now. So yeah. like I'm like. If he retains, I just get more yeah. Kenny Omega stuff. So I'm right. cool with that. But like, I just think it's yeah. time for him to do other things. Yeah. There's like a hundred other things he could do without being the world title right now. I'm really ready for Adam Cole to be world champion again. Just saying, it's just me. Well, have Hangman win then, and then I know heaven. <laughs> I know. 
leave me alone. All right. That's going to be it for this week's show, though, guys. Uh, next week, we're going to be talking, uh, obviously, AEW full gear and how accurate we were or how devastated Mike's going to be. I'm not going to be He's devastated. Gonna be, you're going to be devastated. You're I gonna, don't you're care. Gonna be devastated. You're going to be devastated. You know, I, I will come on. If Okada comes out, I might pee. I'll show you my wet pants <laughs> when I pee myself. Yeah, don't say that. I, I will not be prepared emotionally for those sorts of matchups. That's a whole... That's like if Jay White showed up and like hit a switchblade on Kenny immediately, and you're like, "Oh, a match we never got to see." I mean, we saw it. But I was like, gonna say we saw. We it. saw it, but we didn't get to see him when Jay White was a main eventer, though. We yeah, never saw I mean, that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he beat him for the U.S. title that one time. But. Yeah, man, it doesn't count. Who cares about the U.S. title? Blah. Hey, Kenta is a new U.S. champ. Crowd goes mild. I mean, I'm glad it's better than Tanahashi. I was gonna say Tanahashi's, you want you yeah. want Kenta. I, I did want. I did want. I did want. No, I did. Yeah, it's fine. It's. Whatever. I think Russell King is gonna be a little bit of a letdown this year, but it's okay. Um, that's just me personally. I don't know. If Man. Will Ospreay's on it, I'll be fine. But will he be on it? That's the question. Yeah, he's gonna be on night three. <laughs> <laughs> oh right. my god! Oh Not my goodness! Three. All right, we're getting off the rails here. Let's wrap this up. All right, that's gonna be it for this week's show, though. Obviously, talking full gear next week. Um, yeah, I mean, we're gonna be obviously talking Michigan, Penn State. Oh, real quick, who wins that game? Michigan Penn State. I know we talked on it real quick, but oh, Michigan Michigan wins. All right, me too. I think Michigan wins. I just put my faith in them, which means here comes the disappointment. So um, that's going to be it for this week's show, though, guys. Next week, full gear, Michigan and the road to the Final Four, Michigan State's road to the Final Four, barring some disastrous outcome, and hopefully Ohio State loses to Purdue next weekend. So that's all we can hope for, guys. <laughs> on behalf of the missing whale man, he's the Merck's son, Mike Merkel. I'm the mouth of Michigan, Robin Dyke, and we will see you guys, as always, next time.